I ain't gonna lie. In, a, in the profession I'm trying to go in, is perception is key. Mastering perception is key. So, like, when the keys are getting everything in life, is pretend like you don't need nothing at all. So, sometimes that's how I... Uh, we just follow each other, you don't know. But for the last three years, I've been incognito with my following. But I do have every bit of like nine to ten thousand followers. Been dare, daring me to use my platform again. <laughs> so right now, the reason why I seem like I'm so hold back is, is I know you get one chance at a first impression. That's true. It's gonna come full circle. Like, okay, I'm on this. Okay, he's on interviews now. I ain't doing this. People are gonna right. see you how you see yourself. You know what I'm saying? So you have full right to do whatever you want to do. I'm thankful for the opportunity. This is going to be like a, you're going to be grandfathered in with me forever. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm straight right now. I get high and I get the, yeah. You're going to be grandfathered in with me forever just off the fact that this is my first time doing something like this. You know, I've, I've sat around and I've talked to people and I've talked to people that I thought surely had done some kind of long well, form recorded. I have, but not... Let me say let me say it anyway. Not in an authentic sense. All my time right. in New York was I it feel like I was I was chasing. Let me try this out. Let me try this out. Let me just throw somebody two hundred dollars and let me be in the same thing Charlamagne the God is probably being. Let me try they charge somebody and let them charge me two hundred dollars just to halfway finish the song and not be prepared when I go in there and do this. Let me you know what I'm saying yeah. it was learning as I go. I was a Knoxville, Tennessee kid. Well Listen. I mean I I mean I jumped into right, this. Right, right. So, so yeah. you at the you were at the exact you kinda you kind of mirror image exactly where I'm at. Even though I have it all up here, you have a lot of art, artistry, knowledge and stuff up okay, here, as I can see. It, it bugs me. <laughs> right, exactly. It's kind of like that SpongeBob episode, a thousand you's in your head just going everywhere. Yep. Because I relate in that sense, I don't. I see, I love the mustard seeds. Just let me say that. Right now, I'm a, must, I'm a mustard seed myself. Yeah. So I that's, value it. It feels more good place to be. It feels more genuine. Cause yeah. If, People like us who truly believe in ourselves, when all the glorious stuff does come, the ones that was there before it are the ones I'm really going to appreciate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I know it's genuine. I've been there the whole time. Right, man. I can't even describe it. I wouldn't even like mid, big, big, big time major D1. I was just a like mid major, but everybody in Knoxville was kind of like, I could tell I had changed people. How people were like, I know him. How people latch on, can you do this for me? How people, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I just know how everything is going to change. Everything. So the people that know me before, there's going to be only select few people that my journey encountered to where I'm like, bro, I was sitting there talking to him about this. Who's going to happen, bro? I was sitting there talking to him. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All of that, the process. I love that. More than I think I, I love individual moments. You know what I'm saying? I kind of heard, like, I guess Ye was saying it. He was like, now is the shortest time of our existence. Even the now that I just said was now is gone already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We live in the anticipation of things. It's the anticipation of the memory of things. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, you, you know, like... It, that, that just made life sound really stressful. Right, right. <laughs> we, def we definitely do. We definitely do. Uh. So I'm, right now, this leap of faith for me is kind of like, I'm, dang, you know what? You gotta grasp the moment. You just gotta go do it. You gotta do it. And so, no, nah, man, I'm really, I'm really thankful for this. You ain't, I'm, I'm humble. <laughs> I'm the one that feel like it's an honor. For real. Well, man, one of the things I kind of set out to do with this whole ordeal is to, uh, you know, just talk to people and see where they're at because everybody's in a different spot with their creativity, with their life. Like, mm -hmm. if if you want to sit here and level it all out and talk to me for an hour, like. Then we're gonna exactly. find out some stuff, you know. We're gonna have <laughs> yeah. a real conversation if we're gonna sit here and talk that long. Yes, sir. So you know, and, and if both parties meet in the middle with intent to share, like, what, 
you know, millions of people could listen to this potentially because it's accessible and it's free. And then, you know, who knows what negative wisdom one of us said, if anything at all. Uh, you know, they pick it up and they're just like, man, this guy said this thing on this podcast I was listening to the other day. And it just and like... And they pick it up that, and go, yeah, yeah it's, it's really like, okay, I'm not super duper religious, but I'm spiritual. And I say that because things things like this that you say, like you put together in the church world, they would call it congregation or fellowship or yeah. praise and worship. In the streets, they'll call it my neighborhood. Or, you know what I'm saying? or freelancers will call it podcasting or having a conversation or whatever. Yeah. But I, there's a, I'm, I'm very interested in the connectivity of mankind, of, 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 of human nature. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I... I'm all I'm all for that. You know what I'm saying? You never a lot can be learned in a in a sit down. And honestly, more than strategic media thirty minute segments of fake reality. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kinda so, like sound bites and bullshit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like life is kinda backwards and you kinda sometimes have to unlearn everything you thought you learn or I wouldn't even say learn that you were programmed to Yeah, remember, that you were to conditioned remember. towards conditioned towards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I really, I really don't jive with the whole like soundbite, uh, you know, expressions. Like, what? There's so much context loss when you pull a quote, like from from the yeah. news to comedy to music. Like, when you pull the thing, when you pull the thought or pull the the statement out of its context, you weren't there or you didn't hear the whole ten minutes or whatever. People it is. can take it and run with it. Yeah, and Most put definitely. a spin on it, and that's not cool. I don't really, I don't, I don't like that. I want to see the whole interview. Um, and that's kind of thing that happened with all this whole world shutdown or whatever. It forced everybody. It forced everybody to shut up and listen sometimes, if that makes sense. Everybody sitting on their behinds. Everybody, you know what I'm saying, is slowed down, yep. even if they didn't want to. You know what I'm saying? And I think that is also part of the cause and effect that makes this this kind of artistry and these kind of conversations we have make it shine a, a bigger light. Shine a bigger light on it because of those things. So it's kind of one of the things like what's for mankind is going to be for mankind regardless of what we do. So it's, I, I, I enjoy the now because I feel like this is always meant to be. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I didn't make the world shut down. I didn't make. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I can't take ownership for that. <laughs> right. I made some decisions on the way, but I didn't make my story. Like it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's kind of a thing I think about all the time, man. Like a part of the journey. Part of the journey. Um, becoming at peace with the things you cannot control. That's how the serenity, like the serenity thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was hard for me. That was hard for me because um, I'm the youngest of three. So, as a as a as a baby, even things that I was capable, of, I guess, of controlling, I wasn't allowed to control. You know, it's always okay. Big brother made this decision, or big sister made this decision, or our parents made a decision for you. Are you the youngest? So you just saw all yeah. the decisions made around yeah, you. Yeah, you know that you had no influence. Exactly, in. no, no, no influence at all. No influence. Even if it's middle seat, you're youngest, so you get in there. Like, you know, okay. Even when we get older, and I'm taller now, is it still the youngest? You know, so it's kind of like yeah, you, yeah. I, you you grow up in that, and you get conditioned over time. Unless you outgrew one of your siblings, like you're still in the middle seat. Exactly, <laughs> dang near. So fortunately for me, I. I'm the tallest, probably a smidgen, but as basketball, no things happened out. That middle seat thing, yeah, that was gone out the window. For, <laughs> I was going out the window real soon, but um, that I say that to say that it took me a while, and it's I'm still a process today to learn how to um, be at peace with the things that I can't control. 
because I'm as as coming into a man, I'm I'm just now in the last couple of years walking into that life is what you make it, you know. So you have to be in a a, a confident, controlled state of mind when you're trying to make your life yeah. how you want it, you know. But to find that balance, it's like, okay, well, sometimes. You gotta let your hands go of that. Sometimes you gotta let your hands go of that. Sometimes you gotta let your hands go of that. That was a that was a lesson that I had to learn. You know, I wanted to touch everything. When I even say touch, I wanted to help everything. You like having a lot of irons in the fire. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. I, I, de <laughs> I definitely would like to. I would like to help everything. Like, and I think that's um a security of mine now that once was an insecurity. You know, like growing up, really not really having much material wise, like. I didn't have money to give nobody. I didn't have clothes to give nobody. I didn't have Christmas gifts to give. I didn't have birthday presents for nobody. You know but what I'm saying? Had time. Exactly. But I had time and I had perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like again, back to what we said about the conversations. I didn't even know it, but young me would talk, and people would love that talk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, okay, well this is natural to me. Okay, cool. It's nothing you have to learn. And I think that's kind of like um, human nature. We don't really like taking orders or rules or kind of like this quote rules are meant to be broken or yeah. kind of like you know what I'm saying you need a license to drive okay <laughs> there's a license you, permission to do something that you couldn't do if you didn't have a license you know what I'm saying it's kind of like it's I, like no I, you can do it without this but you get punished yeah man. yeah yeah it, it's like add-ons add-ons to it so um, the whole world starts looking different to you man when I don't know when you kind of like take control of your life so for me to have to realize certain things I can't control that was that was really a skill. It it is a skill that I think is is never ending. I think it's never ending. You learn as you go. I mean, you, every day is different. <laughs> yeah. So if you stop learning yesterday, you're screwed today. Exactly. Is it a wise man knows that he knows <clears throat> nothing? And and sometimes I try to think about that because at 26 years old, most of my peers, my peers at least in my experience, they, I won't go as far as say exalt my opinion, but um. They value it. They show that they value it. It holds weight. Um, that feels no, good. Yeah, it feels good. Like, it's human nature. When I when I speak, people listen. Sometimes, and and that that feels good to me. But deeper than that surface, um, I ask myself at night when I'm by myself or in a shower, I'm by myself. You know, you find your moments, and I'm like, why is that? You know, like 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 why why is that? Like, are they crazy or am like, I crazy? Am I, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, is it? Am I the odd one? Am I the chosen one? Am I the, you know, but... Um, Am I the only one that makes any sense in my social circle? Exactly. It's like, I, I think, okay, maybe it's just because I'm good in basketball and I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. It's like, okay, well, then you move to Chicago right, and people love you. What the hell? Who's a country kid? It's everywhere. Okay, well, then I think it's maybe that area and I go to Florida. Floridians love you. And then it's like, right. okay, well, let me try New York. You know what I'm saying? Like, the New York people love you too. So at this point, it's like, I've lived, I feel like I've lived like three lives already. You know what I'm saying? And most people don't get to do that until they're X amount of, X amount of age. But I, I like having these kind of expressions and letting the people get to, I guess, know me and my story because there's no such thing as making it, man. No matter how much money you have, no matter how much you do, no matter how much you get, there's always going to be obstacles. There's always going to be obstacles in your path, you know? And so when I, when I thought about it like that, my my goals and my desires not necessarily changed, but my approach to all of them changed. You know, it's like okay, there is no mountaintop. Like who is my who who is my hero? Okay, 
I heard, I think it's crazy because I don't listen to this kind of music or nothing, but it's going to sound corny. Zach Efron. Shout out to Zach Efron. You're pretty cool, man. He had, <laughs> he had like a, a graduation ceremony or something like that, and he was talking about like somebody, his professor asked him, like, who's your hero? And he was just naming like famous people and stuff like that. And Chiro was like, no, you're tripping. Your hero should be you in 10 years. Mm. Deep. You know, hero should That's... be yourself in 10 years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then that kind of see, pushed me back for a minute. I'm like, what do you mean? So he starts going first. He's explaining, it's like, no. So from this day that I made this statement, that I made this affirmation, that I said it to myself, up until 10 years from now, I'm going to work towards that person. I'm going to work towards that, work towards that person. And say I get there, but hey, say I don't. You still didn't work. From there, my, ne- my hero is 10 years from there. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of it keeps you forever more, forever going, forever, forever persevering. So yeah. that made me lose the mindset of thinking like, okay, if I get back to this area, I make it. Cause there's two edges to the sword. I'm putting a ceiling on myself, yeah. so I'm like, okay, well, dang, what if I get there? It's like, is life over? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like I ro- I started robbing myself of the opportunities of life working itself out for me by trying to tailor make everything back to the serenity what you control things yeah. so it's really a flow you gotta find man like <laughs> it's a flow for sure so how long have you been making music how long have you been a creative person okay I, I love this question because I've been making music and being a creative person for about five or six years and I'm gonna go ahead and say five but I would always have to be behind the scenes my life was so spotlightish basketball that I couldn't curse on a Twitter. Oh, you're feed. right. I couldn't. I couldn't put out mm, this and mm, she this, mm, got me messed up or you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you can't talk like that. Right. Part gonna, of the culture. Yeah. Part of the culture is you got you like talking about the moment, what it is right now, how we really feel, not how we can fabricate feel. You know. So like, for the longest, I was just having to lose it as a side hobby. You know. But for for life, I love music grew up in a church my mom was this lead singer at my church like it it was always in me like the gospel the harmony the harmony and like we used to play instruments when i was real young it was like from third grade to seventh grade i played the trumpet and piano i fell in love with it but when basketball took over you know the testosterone and stuff like that you you you, you want to do the manly things i guess you can say and i lost it and i'm gonna and i and i, and I never really lost it mentally if that makes sense but the muscle memory. But the muscle memory was like, ah, you're a basketball player now, you know? <laughs> so, so it's funny. I think about that all the time. Uh, the present day is going gonna, is gonna to look like to the world, like, dang, who is this new cat? Who is this rookie? You know what I'm saying? Who is this? And, yeah. I, and I like that, actually. I used to frown upon him, like, no, I'm not a rookie. I've been doing this for a minute. I've been trying. I, I know a little something. I know, you know, we got that human nature about us. Like, no, no, no. But again, back there, glasses happened. Yeah. Back to that glasses half empty, glasses half full thing. That just threw me all off. My fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, dang, where was that? Uh, glass half empty, glass half full. It'll come back to me. <laughs> all right. Well, why music? Oh, okay. Why music? So, back to this uh, the spirituality. <laughs> my journey growing up was was big churchy if that makes sense that was um i'm, I'm from the south man i'm from southern baptist yeah i'm from tennessee every I'm, every sunday till i was like 15 exactly so strict strong culture religion is, sometimes wednesdays is, right <laughs> honestly for me it was all the time wednesday my dad happened to be the 
favorite deacon. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he's worried. You're staying after, we're cleaning up, we're doing all that. So that was always in my life. So I think the the gospel, um, it does it does touch your soul in a different way. Um, I would say when I was young, when you go to church and you see people crying at church, that's when that level of seriousness of music kind of like had me like, wow, I didn't understand it like I understand it now. Like I didn't value it. I'm like, whoa, whoa, yeah, like, like, whoa, nothing's happening in the room, but this sound it's makes like, I thought we were all like having that. a good time. <laughs> yeah, this sound makes it feel like that. This sound makes the oldest lady jump around. This song makes, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. powerful, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I was a kid, that's when I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But as I grow up and as I get wiser, for me now, why music is, there's some questions that I have unanswered about the conscious and the subconscious, about the supernatural and about where we are today, about the connection of everything. So I, how I was raised, um, I was taught that Satan or Lucifer or ever was an angel before yeah. he was cast out of heaven. True. And if you go look at it, he was an angel over music as well. So it dawned on me, these, this next connection I make by myself, it's just over the years of curiosity, for him to be the angel that thinks he can challenge the Most High, how powerful did his creation or what he yeah. was over have to be for him to even think it would work? He had to be pretty confident. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's not something you forfeit. I'm going to no. forfeit heaven for eternal right. condemnation. The stakes are really high. The stakes are really high for music <laughs> to be a pimp squeak, you know? Yeah. So, when I think about it in that sense, it failed, obviously. You know what I'm saying? But to translate to nowadays when, no matter what walk of life I come across, I don't care if you're redneck, I don't care if you're from the streets or hood, I don't care if you're hillbilly, I don't care if you're Asian, I don't care if you're like heavy metal, I don't care, whatever you, whatever walk of life you come, Bollywood, India, you know what I mean? Some form of music touches everybody's yeah. soul out here you know like I, I had a I had a colleague in college that was like kind of blind or going blind or whatever But so like I was thinking that they were going to be depressed that their attitude was going to change or that. but like the other senses had heightened so like he would listen to music all the time and music really controlled his happiness rather than what his physical ability and I grew up thinking like wow I only thought people was happy if they could do this. I only thought people was right. happy if they could show people they could do this. If they could, whoa, whoa, look at me, look at me, I could do this. Or if they could prove it to themselves, I can do this, I can do that. This man can't even see. But music, 24-7, had him in his groove. Helped, helped him do everything. Yeah. So, like, it just kind of accumulated over time for me, man, of why music is just like, one, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, but it needs for me to dive into something. You got to do more than like it. Right. So, with that connection of my childhood and how I was raised and how the spirituality and, and, and the supernatural side of me was taught. Um, that curiosity, I'll, I'll be honest, is what led me is what led me to music. That is like, okay, well, I want to know how to express myself. I do it yeah. naturally. Kind of like feel like it chose me rather than me choosing it. <laughs> I get that. I get that. Let's get crazy here for a minute. Mm -hmm. You ever feel just like a conduit for the creative energy you have or in you like you just have to be there so it can come out yeah yeah most definitely yeah. every day i'll be honest with you <laughs> every day i'm going to exaggerate it every day i used to Sweet. run from it i used to run from it most definitely i used to run from it thinking like okay well this is doing too much or this is going to make me feel like i'm 
superior to others. Something. This is gonna, yeah, you know, like when you're young, you think about all those things that don't matter. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But I slowly but surely, once I start walking into that, and when I say walking into that, I mean by understanding yeah. your worth. Knowing your worth is something that is intangible that is definitely undervalued out here. I don't care if it's friend, foe, family. I don't care if it's boss, employee. I don't care if it's coach, player. Knowing your worth in that specific relationship helps you position yourself yeah, the best always. way you can. So I was always rattled real young as the youngest with never my energy is being contained and not used yeah. in the family sense first. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it starts home. The family sense is like, okay, I'm the youngest. I can't say nothing. It doesn't matter. I don't have to say so. It's like, boom. Energy is just here. Yeah. Boom. Got the middle school. Real world. Oh, this is an energetic place here, yeah. you know? You get a friend. You get a friend. You have recess. You have recess. Yeah. Woo! Everything you can, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I feel like... Oprah was in in there, you know. So <laughs> as a kid, just you, all you know is what makes you happy. So I think that's how it, I think that's how it kind of that's how it panned out for me to understand it because I always just felt it. But the older I got, I started trying to understand my feelings. If yeah. that makes sense, that's, that's when it kind of like mean more to you. You just go out there, ah, wrecking ball. Your life is gonna be a wrecking ball, you know? Like yeah, <laughs> straight up, man. Yeah. That the conduit business really really struck me a couple of years ago. Um, once once I just sort of realized how much energy I wanted to put into being creative and, yeah. and making things and crafting things. It's like you, you got know, so just, into it. I just figured out the healthy amount of energy, or where to put as much of it as I want to give it in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. You know. So once I just knew that that energy was a thing and it could come, and then I just had to be the thing that put it out there, it was a lot. Like, you things got easier it. because I wasn't so frustrated with what I made, exactly. or I didn't have too much expectations of it after after it was crafted. And it didn't. It wasn't what I saw in my head, you know. You became the conductor. You became the conductor. You was you started living rather than just existing. And I'm telling you, man, that's the whole difference. That's the whole difference. A lot of it's a lot of people I heard dead. Alive but dead, you know. They ain't living, that's for sure. Yeah. Because they're just going about their day, like nothing's going on that's going important. The, and like, don't get me wrong, I know some great, some some wonderful ordinary people, I do. But if you want to be extraordinary, and the artists and the creatives out there understand this, you want to be extraordinary. It's literally in the word. You have to do a little extra. Yeah. You know, and not even a little extra. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be, you know, what I'm saying it's nothing worth having. But that last ten percent is always, the, <laughs> always the worst. It's like you, you drag it through the mud before you get you up to the mountaintop. It feels yeah, like, but yeah. it, that's what makes the mountaintop feel so, so victorious. You know, it makes it must make it feel so victorious for me. So, what you been working on? What do you feel victorious I, about right now? I feel victorious about. My debut song that's about to come out. Hell yeah. And um, the reason I feel victorious about it is because it tells my story and it shows who I am. That's two separate things. But when you get them all in one, it's kind of like, ah, okay, it's cool. I'm, I am the, I'm the hop, the hip hop. 
you know, kind of, kind of, sorta. You know, what I'm saying I'm not too much of the hippie style. So they call me a dime a dozen. You know, what I'm saying, but I have my life has been a journeyman. I have hopped from here, from there. I've hopped from there to there. I've hopped from this place to there. I've hopped. It's a different. You know, what I'm saying different congregations, different walks of life up north to down south. And always too white for the black kids, too black for the white kids. You know, what I'm saying. But through it all, you know, what I'm saying like my journey always impacted. Right. So. Through that song, I basically talk about how who I am, how I got here, and how and it, and it makes you feel while you're listening to it exactly how I feel throughout all my victorious moments. So, yeah, I'm feeling victorious right now, and y'all need to go get that on all platforms. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's Goss, it's a sauce with a G. All right, so since I have that file, I think I'll stick it at the end of the episode. So I like that. When people are done listening to us chat, they can hear that song and uh, I like that y'all do, y'all do this all the way through. Yeah, yeah they need to <laughs> most definitely <laughs> because you know this is the part I want, but that's the part you want. And if it's, they're gonna get the whole thing, it's the artistry. Then they gotta it's kind of like it's kind of like a business. Um, and it's another topic that I would people in the South, I'll say especially should have conversations with more you know um business is strategic man you know and and once you understand that it's kind of like it it more so simplifies the phrase of it's not business it's it's not personal it's business you know what i'm saying like movies say it more do like it but honestly it's a little bit of both as it should be yeah you know you personally control your business (laughs) if that you you know what i'm saying it might propagate itself and sustain but like if exactly. nobody's at the wheel exactly so as you're going through life and as you do things by yourself you should have that mentality because everything else that you do has that mentality when you go on YouTube they're going to force you to watch their ads mm-hmm. when you go on a, you know what I'm saying like everybody has to it's kind of like a a breaking a breaking bread kind of thing so um, it's, it's it makes you feel alive in moments like this you know what I'm saying when it's kind of like bringing recognition to even little stuff like that you know, for example, if people are other artists out there or, or creators or whatever in the streaming world and this and that, the algorithms understand it. Yeah, algorithms know if you're gonna, you know, what I'm saying? algorithms are gonna pay you if you go all the way through. If you do, but it's really a life lesson. You're not really gonna get much out if you don't go all the way through. Oh, it's that uh, delayed gratification. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Oh, that, exactly. So, delayed gratification is such a terrible thing in my life because, <laughs> man, I. I have a good I've, I got a good handle on it now I am 30 years old I've figured me out <laughs> like I, delayed gratification can be a bitch but nowadays I generally have the willpower to like stand back and be like do I really uh no exactly uh, you know exactly like, discernment <laughs> yeah like I and I'm not I'm not so um I'm not so um what's the word um impulsive these days you know okay i'm not i'm not gonna um just rush off because i know something good's gonna happen Uh or or i'm gonna have a good time see it through analyze it yeah it's if i can be more critical about stuff and even if it's gonna be cool or fun or something like Mm -hmm. do i want to give the energy to it do i do i feel up to it you take time what kind of social engagement is this like how am i expected to act when i get there (laughs) yeah like i think about all these things now than than when i did when i was like you know 21 24 or something like that details matter man Details matter. Cause I'll be, I'll be, I'll, I'll, if I find out everybody who's there, I'm just like, I don't know if I'm feeling this will be heavy. Or, yeah, because uh, man, overthinkers. It sound like you're an overthinker like me. I, I do a little bit of that. Okay, I'm guilty, okay. Yeah. So, so 
I do a lot of bit of overthinking. <laughs> and what I've realized lately is that, man, I'm, I have to train myself to underthink, if that makes sense. Because over overanalyzing everything, like I say something that has two options, okay? Yes or no. But then I say overthink and I give it 100 million options. It could be kind of a yes. It could be kind of a no. It could be, it gives me more doors to miss from. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. It does because so, all these options are just laid out yeah. in front of you in your mind, and you're just like, "Oh God, no!" <laughs> it scatters them. It scatters yeah. them in, in your decision making process. And even that's like a testament to kind of how, from birth, we're structured and programmed in school, and to narrow it down to these options. And you know what I'm saying? Multiple choice. Then, or yeah. we don't we don't realize it, but the, the level of cognitive dissonance. You know what I'm saying that we put on our own that we selves. put on our own selves, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And while we're young, before we even know ourselves, it's yep. really brain. That's what I really feel when people say, "Oh, these people brainwash me." Like it. people go run amok with the, the, the conspiracy theories and how far they go, but some things is are absolute, and that's what I've and that's what I've been trying to focus on. So I kind of like when you say you've learned to take a step back because I do too. I try not to overthink no more. It's look at what's absolute, and it is. <laughs> yeah, and and then at that point, like once you realize what is, you know what you can influence. Or yeah, not yeah. Then that's when you figure out what's outside of your control, and then you be like, oh shit, Most I can't. Well, that's I can't. I can't fuck with that. It's, it's like, like every level's a new devil. That's you only find out once you pass this stage. Mm. And so it's kind of like for you to think that you can figure it out and just skip to the end is like, eh, eh, eh. no, no, no. It's it's. <laughs> It's it's been a journey learning that about myself, and it's been a journey seeing my friends. That's do what it, I was about to know? say. The because, journey for me is friends. Seeing because I'm lucky enough to have a really consistent, really creative social circle. Man, I've had some friends that I've got right now for like eight, ten years plus, and uh, <laughs> it's been so fun to watch these these cats uh, just be like, yeah, nah, yeah. <laughs> You know, mixed the, emotions up the, and down. The things, yeah, the things we used to get into are definitely not the things we get into anymore. Right. So it's in retrospect to see that to see that growth. It's like, do you remember when we all used to go out and do this shit, and they're all like, "Yeah, like, yeah, I can't believe we did do that." But it's like and we did um, a lot, and, and that's a, and that's a testament to the beginning of the beginning of this whole interview. Like, there again, do you see that connectivity? That feels so good. Those to like. 10, 8 to 10 friends that you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That bond cannot be as impenetrable. No, you know those, those people are chosen family at this point. Exactly. So that kind of connectivity is why um, with me nowadays in life, it's really, I just want what I can have. I don't know that sounds crazy, but like, <laughs> I want that feeling with almost every, indiv- every soul I come in contact with. Uh, so if I can't have a, there's no time in the world to have a big sit down one on one with every human being on right. earth, you know. Music, it could be reach. Is my is my reach? Yeah. You know, is what I would like to the utensil that I would like to use as my reach to do that because that feeling right there, like, like dang, that connected. I knew him, or I did that. Or, oh my gosh, or, you don't know. It might be a yeah. lady I went to at the bodega at an AU tournament in Savannah, Georgia, or something. You know what I'm saying? Just remember my face. Yeah. 10 years later oh my gosh is that the guy that's the guy that came through that is they the had guy. The, I remember that one moment I would like everybody you know what I'm saying I'm like every yeah. soul because honestly that's a that's really the subconscious kind of like reminding the conscious like whoa 
you had a soul tie to that. Yeah. You had a soul tie to that. And that's another thing that I've been kind of studying lately. I was under pressure growing up that soul ties had to be a, a lot of time invested into. And that's, and, and that's, and that I think that's Connection false. don't always work that like connection that. Connection don't always work like that. Ah. One split moment you could remember for the rest of your life. Yeah, for sure. And just conditioning my mind to think like that, I start valuing every little moment. So I want what I can't have, but that's why I, I think <laughs> I, I like music because there's no ceiling on it. I can forever keep on trying to have just yeah. the more and more and more and more souls to touch. And I know it's probably some conspiracy people are going to turn that and twist it, but you, you, you gonna, know what I mean? Gonna, really? People are going to be like, I'm going to get my tin for hat. Yeah, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? It's kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I say it um, cautiously because nowadays, cancel culture and everything like that. But I, I do say that with uh, um, uh, all time seriousness. Um, I want to touch souls with my music. I think that's a, I think that's the thing. <laughs> I believe that's the thing. Uh, I'll back you. Yeah, <laughs> I believe you. that's the thing. I mean, it's it's. I don't think it's outside of the realm of uh, possibility to think that you know the things you produce and and share uh, end up in some kind of positive impact and and remembrance in somebody's person, because you know. If music and sights and sound smells, they stamp your memory sometimes. Yeah. And if yeah. and if they and if that's a good thing, then that's a great thing. You know, <laughs> if you can look back on it and be like, this time, this moment, this right here, this day, that's that that was cool. That was exactly, good. exactly. And then you know, if it's a song, somebody can listen to this song as many times as they want, and they can have that whenever they want it. Into into yeah, to double that. It's kind of like, I'm going to get real deep here. I'm going to take you on a journey. When you leave here in this earth, this body doesn't even come with you. All you leave with is your memories. It's what was here, your, your spirit, your soul, your essence of everything. This is the limitation. This physical flesh is the limitation of us. Once I thought about like that, I'm not this person. I'm the being inside of speaking through this person. And like back to the kind of uh, how I was raised, uh, biblical side or whatever. Um, that's kind of why they said they was able to crucify Jesus. Do what you want with the flesh. Yeah. I'm not here. I'm not here. If you was to say, I think KRS1 did uh, uh, a little theory on it. If I was to hold this phone up and say, hey, on the count of three, say phone, but without saying it. I would say, okay, one, two, three. You didn't say nothing, but you said phone. <laughs> yeah. And you heard yourself say phone. If you close your eyes, you can see this phone better. What is the voice that could see without seeing? It's the thing that isn't this flesh. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we, we trained our whole life to see left, right, up, down, clockwise, in time, fourth dimensions. No one teaches in and out. That's hard to do for a public school. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That's what I'm... <laughs> Shots fired, buddy. That was, uh, that was fire. Uh, that, that's when you got one real good guidance counselor. <laughs> most definitely. Know, most right? definitely. That or, one is... Or, 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 or that art teacher or that one teacher that's just like, hey, dude, look. <laughs> and they're going to do the same thing that we just said. That moment with that one teacher yeah. is going to carry with you forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. And I've got a bunch of moments from my school and growing up that... I have 
sense come to immense appreciation for these moments because there's no way in hell I, like I could have figured out I needed to appreciate them then. Uh, yeah, like exactly. Inter interactions with people, authority figures, people I in didn't time. know or people I should look up to in time. then and you know, you come around to it and you're just like, damn. They really they were kind of looking serious. out for me yeah, or, yeah. or they told me something I really needed to hear or you know, that something happens like to that. Me all the time and honestly mine's kind of I guess I guess comparison is the enemy of joy, so I'm gonna say worse than the others. But mine's always been at the worst moments. <laughs> I'm saying like this hard person's gonna save my ass, or this person, come, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like whoa, I, me and them both know like I didn't deserve that. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, but because of those stings, eventually after so many of those sting feelings, I stopped. I kind of stopped looking at things as what's good and what's bad. You know, I used to look back at those and like, dang, I wish I had done it differently. But then it's like. That's all subjective. Because like you said, in retrospect, now I value the relationship. Yeah. When I was there in middle school, don't tell me to be quiet in class. Right. I, what? <laughs> you right. know, I'm a middle school kid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's kind of like, only thing that's permanent is change. For sure. So I kind of try not to get lost in the, what is exactly this way, you know? Or, or do that for long. And yeah, or, or, or not be scared if something else happens to change or tweak it. Not yeah. even change it, but having to put a detour in the it's route. Small changes like that happen every day. You know, it's it's ridiculous. And, and God forbid I keep track of them because then I'm going to start spinning in circles. And it's crazy because like we'll choose, without even knowing it, we'll, we'll choose to learn those lessons for something else that doesn't matter for example if we have a job or whatever and we have an obstacle or a job or we have a quota to meet at a job or we have to do and then something a ranch get thrown in the plan oh god this is our job we'll find a way to figure it out and still make it work but for our, our own dreams and for our own what we really want for our, what our own being yeah. want and desires out here we'll talk ourselves out of you see what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, whew. Yes, God. It's like, it's like, well, dang, it, it, I'm dissing me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I'm dissing me when I look at it like that. So it's it's a fine line between it's a fine line between judgment and discernment. And I just think it's for everybody. It's, the key is just to know yours. <laughs> it's it's. I have become so acutely aware of how much energy I have. Yeah. And how I'm willing to spend it because you know uh, yeah. I, work eight hours work ten hours do whatever come home like finally decompress if you're lucky if you're lucky if you're lucky if you're lucky and then <laughs> let's say you do and then your best friend calls you and is like hey dude let's go do this thing you know this thing we both love to do let's go and you're just like I just got out of the <laughs> yeah. That balance, you, you know. Find a way to puzzle pieces. Oh God! So, so that that <laughs> conflict happens to me a lot. So it's just like, man, I would love it, but you know, I, I gotta, I gotta sit around the house right now. Like that's where yeah. I'm at. Yeah, it forces you. It forces you to be on your own pace. Yeah, and and that, and how my creative workflow, like for me as a person, my workflow is, uh, is kind of muted by work days you know because yeah. if I have to if I have to create yes. I can't do it for three hours before I go to work because my ass starts work at 6am yeah, so what am like I going to do to go to bed three. at 8 hell no yeah. and, <laughs> and, and that's I got to credit I got to credit Joe Rogan man he said this on the podcast um, and I, I one of the moments again where you say you hear something but it sticks with you forever he was kind of saying like the transition is the key part of, of changing your life from from that thing like as a creative we want to create for us 
you know. But realistically, in out in this real world, sometimes we have to create to provide to create for us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. kind of like backwards. Sometimes getting lost into the first creation and get comfortable with whatever that provides us makes you forget about yourself. Mm. So it's kind of like me personally. I had to fake forget about my dreams for a little while. I had to put I had to put tunnel blockers on or to, I had to go tunnel vision for it to force myself to create that window of opportunity to double down on just yeah. myself that, I mean, that's, that's the hard part and I would say it's it's not always up to the person it takes a little bit of luck too luckily I don't have kids yet luckily I don't <laughs> you know, luckily I'm not married luckily I don't you know what I'm saying it's like uh, this world is being a now 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 speedy speedy grew up fast 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 world there's a lot of people out here that are just as capable of doing of living the life that they dreamt as a, as a kid you know what I'm saying but I said it in a song, <laughs> bad decisions will set you back, like a yeah. seatbelt at a Yankee. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, I used to frown upon people like, I wish I could do that. I'm 16, I wish I could date that girl. Oh, I wish I could. And now all those people I'm looking at, I'm like, oh, I'm glad I'm not allowed to have a seven-year-old and I'm only 26. I'm right. glad I don't have this responsibility. Even I'm, not, I'm glad I'm not stuck to this city and state. Like, hey, because I'm of, going there tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like it's not to be awesome. Like, okay, well, I, I was the wise one. But no, it's also some inner looking inwardly. It's kind of like I trust myself a yeah. whole lot more now that life has shown me like, yes, you did it the right way. Now the glory is here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now everything is right in motion. So it definitely takes it definitely takes um a supernatural power to basically like align things up for you. But you gotta meet it halfway. And that's what I think a lot of people don't understand. Like nothing's gonna come easy. No successful or big 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 time. It's not even just about money. Like if it's influence, no the most successful influencer or if it's about whatever. No successful person was sitting around hoping for something you know what I'm saying and that's kind of where I separate myself from I guess the religious side of my past you know what I'm saying it's like hope is yeah it's good or whatever but hope doesn't get nothing done people people there's make no it action. happen there's no action in hope you know what I'm saying nothing's gonna fall in your lap you know what I'm saying it's, that's a good thing to tell somebody who whose ceiling is only yay high you know what I'm saying yeah. to a, a, a kind of a it's kind of like a slave mentality, honestly. You know what I'm saying? And when I when I hear the word hope, so as things over time change, 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 hope for me is not one of those being like, ah, oh, yes, let's have hope. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To me, that's like let's have a a big. <laughs> you know what I'm let's saying? Complain. Like, yeah, let's complain. <laughs> let's feel like we deserve more. <laughs> let's. When I even I hear it like that, it's kind of like I had to um, I had to relearn language, honestly. Um. And that's an everyday thing with me too. But once you understand the power, the meaning behind words, you kind of you kind of see all all things different. Even when someone someone else on the on the other side communicate with you, don't know what they're telling you. You kind of see you see everything in a in a difference. And this person accidentally just told me this, and he doesn't know it. This person just you know you know yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you start to that back to that discernment. You know what I'm yeah. saying. You kind of you kind of piece things together. <laughs> well, and, and then you know once once you sharpen those skills as well it's you can use them better too yeah. And, yeah. and there's and there's a lot of ways that are better you <laughs> know quote unquote better because uh i 
I try to use my language in a way that is direct and yes. informational. And so I'm not wasting anybody's time. Like you ask yes. me a question, I want to give you a, a, a direct, quick clear. response yeah, mm-hmm. that, that you can immediately Clinical understand. Um, some people have told me I'm an asshole. <laughs> but I feel that. I feel good communicating in the way that I do because I know my intent to give the people the information exactly. they need and the information right then to me is the highest priority. And I like what you said about the that the asshole thing. Like in my heart of hearts, if I'm not trying to be an asshole, I'm comfortable being perceived as an uh, uh, a specific <laughs> asshole rather than rather than being uh, perceived as I guess he might be a good guy. Right. I don't like the guests might no, be. No, no, the ambiguity. I don't want there. that at all. You no. know, I'm, I'd rather be the, yep, I know he's a straightforward asshole. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's going like, to say this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm into sureties. You know, I'm into sureties. I'm into sure things. And some people don't even know it themselves that they're into sure things too. Yeah. Like I'm saying, like, okay, well, you're a big girl. Oh, well, let's do everything but work out. Working out is a sure thing. It's going to work more than everything, right? Right. But we'll find a way to go to this, 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 and that. But like, doing the thing. But doing the thing. Like, nowadays we have options. We're in a we're in an option-filled world. Oh, is is now the best time to be alive? Man. <laughs> Man. Is it? That's a good, that's a, that's a great question. But I'm going to have to say yes. I'm going to have to say yes. And my answer to saying yes is because... I can't be a hypocrite on some learning how to live into the now. I'll never get this now moment back. Can you really be like, nah, tomorrow is the best time to be <laughs> Right, right, right. Because um, it ain't right now. If you... I mean, but, but you, you can, can say that and to it. it. You can look forward to it. But then that makes me think you're living in, uh, that you were saying earlier made life sound so stressful. Um Oh, live in anticipation. Yeah, we live in no, anticipation. That sounds so stressful. Yeah, it does sound stressful. Um, I guess yeah, that one's all about perspective. That I, I, I don't know. That's a good question. If you if you say that, do you have hope? Like, <laughs> okay, there you go. It just depends how far down you want to go on the cause and effect. Yeah, on the cause and effect of it. You can be like you said, your personality is straightforward to it, or you can play the passive aggressive role. And have hope, and maybe it'll work. Maybe it lures we'll you on for years. Maybe we'll see if it's the best time to be alive when I'm 35. Maybe it's the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm with you. I'm a straightforward shooter. Um, boop. I hope today and right now, I know this is the best time to be alive. Right now, I'm here having this great time. <laughs> I'm create, connecting with other creatives. So, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna double down on that. That's yeah, an eleven. Right, right. I'm gonna I'm double down on that eleven. You know, yeah. I'm gonna hit that. It, one. it is a good time to be alive. I definitely feel that way too. Like, uh, you know, even the shit days where I'm just like, man, life sucks today. But what a good way for life to sucks today. Yeah, I know, right? Damn, I feel so fortunate that I can say life sucks. You still go home, have a good meal, have a, I, mean, I could not be able to say that life sucks. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's possible. There's there's a lot of privilege in being able to make a statement like that, you know. Uh, whether Dang, whether no matter what station in life you you find yourself in, that was a great perspective on it. <laughs> well, I, like I mean, that. if 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 you're if you're fortunate enough to realize the the not great shit you got going on around you, you know, even even though like your powers of perception are enough to yeah. let you know that that shit ain't cool yeah. in some form or fashion, <laughs> yeah, and you just be like, well, whatever. Like I'm either gonna do something about it or I'm not. Because I can or I can't. That balance, that balance is all that is, is all I think life is about. It really cracks me up too. Like when I'll talk to people like this and tell them like that's how black and white my thinking is, but at the same time, it's not. 
Right. It's because, like I, lo- I know how to surf the gray area with him, but it's like I know it's either this or that. Right. Or that. When it comes right down to it, you're either going to have action or you're not. But then there's the secondary question: if I'm a, if I'm going to influence this, yeah. how am I going to influence this? How much yeah. am I going to influence this? So it's like, this? can you really block it off? And knowing that you're you preparing for it if you don't have to block it off. Yeah. Like, yeah, that yeah. balance. That balance that, is hard. It, it just it's like a factor tree. It just keeps keeps splitting more. Yeah, I learn how to yeah. um, learn how to compartmentalize. Yeah. And and that's that's another thing that's gonna it's gonna take a whole life <laughs> a whole life <laughs> whole life for you to do because problems are gonna come at you left and right. But compartmentalizing is I guess how I survived, as I would say. Um growing up in the inner city because if you let everything comp- sit on your shoulders at once every man's bottle is going to burst oh man yeah <laughs> every, you'll, you'll be wore down real quick every man's bottle yeah. is going to burst man and woman just throw that out there but it's kind of like it's too much for anybody no one can escape this yeah. this thing called life I always say it if people if everyone could articulate and express themselves like everyone's autobiography would be a bestseller nobody escapes it no no. everybody goes through these ups and downs these surreal moments these how these whoa these whoa that was crazy these I can't explain that one these I should I did not deserve that these you know what I'm saying I should have died right there I should (laughs) have died man like I woke up in a IV's in me like everybody goes through those yeah but does everybody embrace those oh no of course not not everybody. That's where I think the no, key is. No, not everybody embraces. Not everybody wants to embrace. Right, them. good, bad, and you ugly. Can, you just can't be like you know, stark naked in front of uh, the experience that is whatever we're talking about right now, exactly. and just be like, "What you got for me?" And because I, because it's hard, dude. It's so hard. That's I, because it's just hard to be laid bare and then at the same time give it energy to pay attention enough to learn something. <laughs> It's hard. It's, that's a hard thing. I think Kevin Hart said that too. Kevin Hart was like, it's hard for a man to wake up every morning and try to do the same thing and balance and find that balance you're talking about yeah. every day, every day, every day without seeing the results. Because when the results come, yeah, everyone loves seeing that. That's a glory. That's, that's, that's like the top. But every day it took you to get to that. Oh, it's torture. That gray area was torture. Yeah, torture, torture. That's why. That's why I I feel a lot of um, semblance with Sisyphus every now and again. Okay. Okay. Like, you know, I'll be, I'll be having a shit day at work or something. Can't do nothing right. I'm just like, ah, call me Sisyphus. Right. You know, right. Like, <laughs> uh, I just I just feel like I'm always getting run over by that boulder. I'm trying to push up to the top of the hill. So I I, I find instances in my life a lot where I'm just like, fuck, you know. Just pushing the boulder, you know? but but that that you have to embrace. You got to embrace those. You have to embrace. <laughs> yeah, you have to embrace those because um back to what I was saying about language and I'm studying language because it actually changed my life. Um, those all we're talking about is emotions or mood swings, if you will. Yeah, we grow up and we go to work and we have to fake happy yeah we come back sales voice yeah we come back yeah <laughs> hello how you doing we come back home and we might not be in the mood to argue with our spouses or something okay that's a mood swing you know what I'm saying? she didn't have to do it work you know what I'm saying but that's yeah. human nature you know what I'm saying we might play a game and we happy and excited pre-game because we're on TV okay we lose now we're mad but that that's a, that's a mood swing all those are emotions and that's the thing that's like creatives flourish in we don't we still humans, so sometimes we do, but most of the problem, we don't run 
from our emotions, our expressions. Because we look at it, it emotions itself are just E-motion. Energy in motion. You got to know what kind of energy you're putting out there in that motion. And so when I think about it like that, it kind of helps me um, be a chameleon in any room that I need to be in. You know what I'm saying? Like it makes you do the, oh, this is a account services. Hello, how you doing? Mm. Okay, I sound like money. Maybe they give me a little more leeway. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Yes, hello. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? Like, t- treat me professional now. That you, yeah. we, we all do it. It's, I can speak this language too. <laughs> exactly. We all do it. It's an it's a innate, humane character trait that I think that we, we all have. But the ones that embrace it are the ones that flourish more. The ones that flourish more. I'm glad you embraced it because oh, I see God. you doing what you're doing here. Man, <laughs> I, it was almost like I had the idea to do this thing, and people have heard me talk about my idea to do this thing a lot over all these episodes so far. Uh-huh. But I, it, it was becoming to the point where I didn't want to think about it anymore because I was tired of thinking about it. I wanted okay. to do it. You know, the idea had festered long enough in the back of my mind where I was just like, damn it. I like, need to yeah. commit action to it. So, you know, I bought the board, got the microphones, the stand, all the cables, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I guess the thing I need to do now is talk to, to people go, yeah. that go do it. It's so, like you set so, up. So, you know, it was, like it was last December I sat down with uh, two of my really good friends who I, I'm going to put out on one of the episodes um, this month. Mm-hmm. Um we all sat down. We had a conversation about what it was like to be a creative person then and there, uh, similar to what we're doing now. We just, you know, we uh, sat around, sat around his dinner right table. Then. It's a round table. Then then. The three right. of us, we sat around, all had our own microphone, just did the thing and talked about it because uh, I felt there were no other better people to talk to for this first session than people I already know, I already care about. I'm invested in their creativity. Your life started with them, so this should start with them. I like that. Yeah, so, and, you know, uh, come full circle, this first year, episode 23 is going to be those two same guys and another really good friend of mine who I also interviewed uh, not too far back in the uh, the list. But, you know, these three guys are some of the the three creative people in my life that I really, uh, you know, uh, groove with mm-hmm. and uh, you know one of them's a musician one of them's a musician and does sound and lights and you know uh, all and the live production and stuff and then this guy over here he also plays music and he does all sorts of crazy uh, physical artwork like I do so you know See that I can pick all these brains with all these people and we sit here and I know we can all talk around a, a, and around bounce, a table and be and okay. bounce off of each other. I like yeah. that. Like, it gets a little spicy sometimes because you know. <laughs> right. But we, uh, we, we enjoy each other's company to the fact that we were all super excited to sit down and, and have that conversation. As goofy or as, as uh, ludicrous as it could have been, we, we all really enjoyed it and looked forward to it. And I'm happy we all sat down and put the energy in. You just it. gave me a great thought by what you just said about you and your friends. Wow, I have to pay homage to you right now. You just gave me a great thought. I would like to see my mind from this day forward and my relationship with my friends as a gauntlet. As a gauntlet. Um, A positive gauntlet, though. Not a fin fight for your life, kind of tear the next person up. No, like know how the thoughts and ideas and the strengths and weaknesses bounce off of each other. All for each other's good. You know, I used to grow up and watching this little, like, um, what's it called? 
Gladiator or what the little shows they have where people like you got to get past the end of the tunnel. People trying to hit yeah. you and bounce off of this person, that person. When you just said that about your friends, um, I like that because that's I I owe a lot of people to the person I am today. Oh, we all do. You know? if, if we care to pay attention. Yeah, I've bounced off of a million souls. <laughs> I've bounced off of you know literally people, strangers. Yeah, like for I, sure. I like that. As it's a, I like that. I like that gauntlet. You might you might have just been onto something with that one. Got credit well, you, I, it, it was a pleasure and a privilege to sit down with those guys for a second time and do the thing. Right. Because you know we didn't have to do it. Right. And we we could have not been able to do it, but we made it happen. And, and, I, and I'm proud of that. So. Uh, uh, we were lucky enough to record that conversation with the intent to share it. <laughs> so, so when I put that out sometime this week or next week, y'all are going to love it. Uh, also, today is not this week or next week. This is going to air in December. Uh, I'm talking about things in the future, about things in the past, uh, recorded audios. Right, like that. right. Um, you got to be stay woke. <laughs> stay the things woke. in the future about the past, man. You know, like... <laughs> That's bro. I but, like that. I like that. But that's what's up. Um, what uh, musical influences do you have? Oh, who, wow. who, who can you say you sound like or would like to sound like, or whose sounds do you find in your music? Like, how do you? What are the puzzle pieces that make up your music? Okay. First and foremost, I got to give it up to Kanye West, man. Um, Kanye West is somebody that I look up to. And you asked about music, but honestly, I would say in life, of course, yeah, his music, his music is kind of. He does like, a lot, not but, just music. Yeah, his music is what I, what I do too. So that's where, we, I would like to say we relate a little bit, but um, Kanye most definitely has the biggest, I would say, influence on um, my music. He's a man of many things. I don't really want to be a master of one thing, you know. Right. Um, you kind of feel like a mirror image, kind of his his story. One time he said in an interview, "Anybody's a fan of me is a fan of themselves," and I kind of felt that because you kind of you just take bits and pieces of your journey, and in the now you continuously live in the redemption of all those things that yeah. you have you have you've come. So you see, what I'm saying it's just an ever me versus me battle. So when I when I make music, I don't feel like I have the pressures of maybe my favorite. R&B artist to sing or I feel like I had a, or a Drake or something I don't have the pressures of uh, back in the day a gospel a Smokey Norfolk or a Kurt Franklin or you know what I'm saying I don't but Kanye gives me that that medium if that makes sense like okay it's not too crazy it's crazy <laughs> it's not too crazy <laughs> but it's also genius it's not too genius but it's genius you know what I'm saying it's not too nerdy and smart but it is smart right. you know what I'm saying it's a tad bit of everything and I feel like as an artist, as an artist, or as a chameleon, as you would like to say, um, that's what I am influenced most by. But don't get me wrong. There's other ones that I really like. Um, uh, I like 50 Cent. He's been, a, he's been an inspiration. Um, but on the, on the contrary to belief... Um, the Rascal Flats is a the Rascal Flats is um that okay is left influence field. to me <laughs> left 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 field you for need, sure. You need to tell me why Rascal Flats okay. isn't it? Okay, Please, uh, Rascal God. Flats because okay, but I'm back to telling you that I was sometimes like too white for black kids, too black for the white kids. Even yep. growing up, now we're growing. You don't got fit into no group. You know what I'm saying? But when you're young, you want to be accepted. You know what I'm saying? So I was sent off to a school. 
in the suburbs, in the suburbs. And <laughs> and this is at the it happened to be a perfect time where I was a sponge. I was soaking up information. You know what I'm saying? We go through that time where it's like, okay, no, this is how I am. Forget everything else. Then we also go through the I'm receptive to possibly all things. Right. In that time, <laughs> in that time, I'm receptive to all things. Um, I went to this girl's house, man. I'll be honest. It was, and, and, and for me, growing up, like you say, in Baptist, in the church, and all this stuff, I haven't, at the time, I didn't go to many girls' houses. You right. Know what I'm so it was so this like, is cool. And yeah, new. it was a cool. It was a cool thing. I was excited. Again, living into the anticipation. I'm like, well, how is this going to go? I'm cool in almost every situation, but these are newer situations. What do I do? What do I do? You know? So, we're in the living room, whatever, and... <laughs> They play some, actually, some 50 Cent, actually, like, but I could tell that this is a different... That had never played in that room yeah, before? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I could tell that it was catered to what I would possibly like, yeah. you know? Well, so, they thought about you. Yeah, they thought about me, you know? It's good hospitality. <laughs> I, re- I respect it. So, uh. But I'm expressive. So I honestly took it upon myself to, like, make a jokingly serious joke and say, like, oh, no, you know? I can see what's going on. Let's play something y'all like. I pointed some. Right. I pointed out her dad like. Hey, <laughs> what would you listen? I was it a name for purpose? Yeah, but dip, dip, dip. what'd you like? I want to hear some of your music. Yeah, we ain't gotta make this all about me. Spotlight's already on me. I'm new in this, this situation. Right. Kid you not. He plays me and my gang <laughs> by Rascal Flatts. And for one, I wasn't expecting oh it God. from the title of Me and My Gang. Before I heard the song, I, he just said it, and I was like, I don't know if he's messing with me. I don't know if he's kind of joking with me. I don't know if he's saying, like, what this do? is me. What do I do? It, it shocked me. It was like, it's, a, it's a powerful title. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay. But it, it struck my interest nonetheless. So then in that receptive mind, he plays it on a big surround sound. Oh, of course. And I kid you not, man. The guitars in the background, I let you to... Na 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 me and my gang jump on that train and I was I started trying to be the 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 funny energy in the room but I surprisingly found myself liking it again because back to the music thing yeah. when I started doing music with the production ear I started learning things that I didn't know that I knew I started learning how to pick up on cadences I started learning how to okay well if I heard this one time next time the chorus rolls around it's possibly going to be the same thing yeah. I'll start listening, you know what I'm saying I started knowing songs before I knew the song if that makes sense so in that encounter younger me I'm sitting there trying to be funny and just nah 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 and they all look at me at the end of the song and I'm just like you knew the song the whole time? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, no, I didn't, but it was actually a fire song. So that moment alone, that actually introed me to that different lane and genre of music. You know what I'm saying? To that oh, jazz, fair. to that that's kind fair. of like, you know? So they really like opened me up to being like, okay, if it's not hip hop, then that means some singing can go into it. If it's not, you know what I'm saying? If it's not one way, then that means some soul can go into it. If it's, you know what I'm saying? And so that, that, that cracks me up though. I'm, I'm being brutal. So I, I that, believe it, but that bridged me in, goes. man. That bridged me in. The Rascal Flats. Um, <laughs> Rascal Flats is the, is the needle in the back of the head plug man, into the Yeah, I want to <laughs> meet them one day. I want to meet them one day. The Rascal Flats, Adam Levine. All right. Adam Levine. And um, yeah. Kanye, those are kind of like my core 
That's that's a pretty uh very triangle of of influences right there. Right, and I also it like, covers bases. It covers bases, but I like that because it leaves room in between each base. Oh God, to create a lot. different worlds. <laughs> a lot of room, you know. How a mixture of Fifty Cent and Adam Levine, like whoa! It doesn't even honestly just saying it like that doesn't sound like it's even appealing. It's two totally different worlds. Right. But back to the artistry to make that combination yeah, sound two guys pretty in good. A room, like I mean, what could happen? They exactly. Might, they, they might make a banger. Exactly <laughs> a <laughs> banger. And in fact, that would be a new wave of a banger nowadays. People want new. People want authenticity. Yep. People want what's you know what I'm saying. People want different. So I say I named those people because I could never just name one. We, yeah, we that's right. you know, like I grew up saying, okay, no, this person's always the best. But I almost let you let me forget <laughs> <laughs> that Michael Jackson is my biggest influence in the entertainment industry and music of all time. Because he's a juggernaut, right? Michael Jackson yeah. is my biggest influence of all time. From childhood to went to school to learn girl, things you never, never knew before, all the way to... His life, his life to me, was the closest thing if I had to put it in material sense to what heaven on earth would feel like in his in his reign in his glory you know you can't have that kind of success without some kind of some, some kind of mirror, mirror image you know what I'm saying nobody who was any kind of successful didn't have no downfalls on the way so so I'm gonna take this a bit more abstract and say are you saying amusement parks are equal to heaven <laughs> because some people would say that um I wouldn't say music parks are heaven. <laughs> but I will agree with you. Some people would say amusement parks, parks are heaven. Yeah. I know a few. Four or five year old me would say <laughs> amusement parks is heaven. But um no, I just think to go against the grain and for it to work is so is so almost everything is frowned upon. It's it's also it's is glorified. It's you know what I'm saying. It's not one. It's not one label. It's a mixture of all kind of things. But yeah. to go against the grain and it work. I've seen this in to connect. I guess my sports world in it in the on the back in the basketball world. If you're on the team, and y'all have a play, a coach has a play that he technically can or is prepared to call every play. Mm -hmm. But he has a select few players that have skill enough to go against the grain. To where even in that moment, it doesn't matter what the coach is calling. It doesn't matter they're, what the point they're on the court calling. And they're doing. They're on the court, and they're going to do that. Yeah. Now, for it not to work, yeah. Like everybody else. Come on the bench. You're not <laughs> listening. You're not doing that. You're yeah. not, not. To go against the grand and it work, you're the hero. Oh, yeah. Wow, that guy can play. Whoa, he get a scholarship. She, she scores a game she's slowly but surely yeah. that confidence builds up so like I am I'm a go against a grainer <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if for a lack of for a lack of better terms in a respectful sense but yes I'm a go against a grainer
It's like, yes, I did that, but I was trying to do what I thought was the right thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, if it don't work out, it's going to look some. It's gonna look real odd sometimes. Bye, bye, I tried. You, you did all that for it not to work out? Like, what the heck, man? I don't get it. But at the same time, I, I trust myself enough to, I love to live in the memories of when it did work. Well, the what if has never been something that's treated me real good. Yeah, you, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying. Nah, it's kind of like I'm not here for the what if. <laughs> I, li I like that. The times that the times you're going against the grain did work for me. I felt like I was on top of the world. You yeah, know? and it gives you that courage to keep on, if it's your heart's desire to go against the grain. Don't go against the grain just because. I'm like, well, that's a lot of dumb stuff out here just because, <laughs> you know. But with a just plan, because. with a plan, I'm for people. Who, I'm for artists and creative going against the grain. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't remember where I heard it, but I heard it somewhere, uh, you know, in some YouTube video or read it on the internet, something like uh -huh. that. Uh, it was that the, the artist's duty is to be a mirror for society. And I mm. can't say I live up to that mm. point a lot because uh, I don't often make super reflective things in that context you know oh. it's like i don't do political cartoons or uh you know my content and subject matter isn't very topical but every now and again that's a good one man. every now and again i'll put an idea to a piece that's uh, more than just something pretty to look Makes at it you know it connects it yeah hmm. so i, I like what's the phrase again say it exactly an, an artist's duty is to be a mirror to society I definitely I, I like that. I I keep that in mind sometimes when I'm trying to get ideas across, but I can't do it with words. I have to do it with pictures. So if I'm going to show somebody an image about something that's fucked up, they better be able to make sense of it. <laughs> you know, because I just can't be like, blah, 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 look at this. Like, yeah. This is why the housing market sucks. Like, no. You. <laughs> no, like, yeah. I got to show, like, literally show you why and how I think the thing sucks or why this is bullshit. You can't just, like... <laughs> quote unquote vomit on a canvas and be like this is why this sucks like it just no people are gonna be like yeah it sucks we know <laughs> that's, and it yeah I ain't gonna lie you, I got, you got it with that one <laughs> yeah I mean it, it that if you're gonna try and make a a, um, a conscious point you have to make a conscious effort to make yes. it understandable yes like you can't just be like this is the thing and then no, it makes sense and, to and no one and I think one. that's the biggest for me at least that's the biggest misunderstanding in out here because like you said, that conscious effort. Everybody feels entitled to being understood. And as human, it's human nature that we can only understand what we understand. So yeah. it's kind of your duty and obligation to help people understand you. If you want yeah, to be and, like... And, and, <laughs> and you know what? I'm not obligated to understand you. Exactly. Like, so you can I'm, do your job perfect and it still won't even... You know what I'm saying? I, I'm with you 100% on that one. One of the things I have to remind myself about being at peace with what is is that the universe is under no obligation to make sense to my ass. Exactly. Never. Exactly. Ever, ever, never is it. So I'm just like, well, why? Did, why? Why? Well, it doesn't have to make sense. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, fuck. I'm never going to get an answer for that. Exactly. And then that's what you got to Damn. Yeah. I like that. I just, you know, it's one of them things. Just one of them things. One of them things. And it's a lot of it's a lot of one of them things. I think we probably got a million of them things well, as we cross them. Yeah. 
<laughs> I feel like I'll, I see a new one every every few days. The older I get, with increasing yeah. frequency, <laughs> we learn we learn something. Yeah, increasing frequency is the, is, is a big thing. That uh, is that something that um I say. Would you look at that? Way more than I used to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's something. I guess that's a question that I got for you. Um, Let's go. How how do you how do I ask it? Um, Words, please. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> when did you start understanding frequencies? Um, okay, so being the geometrically minded person that I am, I look at a lot of things um, in radial symmetry. So, you know, how, how many times does this shape go around the circle? How many times does it go around the circle? Like, it, is it grouped in some way? Uh, you know, so I guess you could mm. liken that to a sine wave of a frequency or something, yeah, you know, because, <laughs> because it's, it's a pattern. It's not linear, it's circular. So a lot, a lot of the stuff that I find myself doing is arranged in a circle or part of a circle or can be divided by, you know, 10 or 15 degrees around some radius, you know, like I, I like that. So patterns have always been something really natural to me, especially geometric patterns. And this goes back to the thing I was saying about school, like one of those moments that you appreciate now. I remember being in my geometry class as a sophomore in high school and my teacher telling me some shit. And I was like, hey, you know, whatever, man. You know, like not really yeah. caring or understand yeah. how it could be used. Hey, forget what he's in, telling in you. It's just the fact he's telling you something. Yeah, and and he did that a lot. He was a, a big positive impact on my life then and now, uh, doing just that then. And uh, so I find these things, and I and I first started doing geometric artwork maybe six years ago, and ever since then it's just. Um, patterns and patterns and patterns and patterns and layers and patterns because I can draw circles all day and then I'd end up with a flower <laughs> life or I could draw straight lines between all those points and I could have uh, a Metatron's cube or I could okay. do I could do you know it could go however many ways it could possibly go and I wouldn't have the peace of mind to understand that or be able to practice that without ah. this guy. And if I didn't have the wherewithal to understand or have the uh, desire, energy, time to understand these things, much less why I enjoy them. Like, why I enjoy them and why I like them uh, are two different things. <laughs> like, I like them because they're aesthetically pleasing. I like seeing this yeah. style of thing. I enjoy, enjoy them it because the flow I get into as a creative person to make these things is a healthful process for me mm. mentally, physically, yeah. uh, creatively, emotionally, all those things. Like, the, my creative yes. process is also a cathartic um, healthy exercise for me. Therapy. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't shy away from that truth. Uh, and it took me a long time to learn it. And it's not just a thing I can turn on and turn off it's because it used to be, it is a 24 seven, <laughs> but I can't force it. Right. You know, I can't just be like, well, I'm going to sit down right here right now. And I'm going to draw a 12 inch circle and it's going right. to be subdivided by 15 degrees. And it's going to have these five colors and by God, it's gonna look like that, you it's know. Like I, you gotta try to not, I, you gotta turn the volume down on it sometimes. I can't yeah. do it. And anytime I sit down, like, well, this is gonna happen. I, it, it's It'd not. Be boggling, it's, it's not. Right. It's not the thing I want, you know. Uh, and I don't. I also try really hard to have limited expectations of the end product, but more expectations of 
my materials, my tools, and my execution. Because sense. you can do all the things of those three perfectly and still not end up with the thing you saw in your head. You know, I can do all those things to a satisfying degree and still not end up with the picture I wanted to paint. It makes and sense. that's okay. Because you sat down and you use your tools in a proficient manner. You use the materials the way they were supposed to be used. And you did the thing you meant to do. You did the process. But that doesn't mean that the thing you created is going to be the thing you intended to create. I like that. It's two separate different things. Yeah. Uh, so mm. the process and the product are two different things in my workflow. But the process is the only thing that makes that product. And sometimes and, I like uh, the product. Uh, okay, 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 I like that. Like all the stuff you, you saw laying around upstairs, mm -hmm. uh, I had no expectations <laughs> of them. I just knew I was going to use these things and do what I do, you know. And uh, it has to work its way. Yeah. yeah, and you just got to you gotta go through it because, like I was saying earlier, that conduit bit, you know, yeah. you got this energy, what do you do with it? Well, I'm going to put me in this place with this set of tools and whatever happens, happens. And you know? let the let let the divine take over. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, and over. there's a lot of ways to say that, uh, and I'm I, and I'm in no way going to dispute it because it's the truth. And you know what I'm saying when that's I say real. that, and I know what you say when you say that. That's real. So man. of course, like that's the thing that happens. Universal language, I love that. Yeah, I mean, when, every creative person, no matter what creative way you are, if you if you say I sit down and I do my thing, and then this happens. Like, you basically just said, I have a workflow, these are my tools, and this is what I create. <laughs> right. Like, there's, there's levels to that. And, and on the superficial stuff, it sounds really um, matter-of-fact. Well, obviously, that's what happens, but, like, yeah, look, you don't see. understand the variables yeah. of what all could happen when yeah. this happens. And that changes the whole playing field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I could sit down and make one wrong stroke and then all of a sudden this design is asymmetrical and I got to do this and this and stop doing that and that. And then all this has changed because this color crossed this line and now I got to do this and that. And then you can do that and end up liking that better than what you originally thought. Yeah, it's man, like and that's endless usually possibilities. The and that's usually the case. I shit you not. I just be <laughs> like, well, I didn't mean to put that line there, but I got to draw it 17 more times. So let's see what happens. It's kind of how it happens with music too. Like, um... I had to learn over time. A lot of people say they freestyle or they just, but I had to dive in and understand the art behind a freestyle. A freestyle doesn't necessarily mean one take and all this just sounded really good like this. No, a freestyle is basically saying impromptu. Yeah. You can go in and you can impromptu Whatever. 16 Anything. seconds or so and like it or not and then go do it again. Or you can go through an impromptu a whole song like only 16 seconds and keep that. Do it again like only 16 more seconds yeah. and keep that. And technically, when you look at it, as after all the keeps are lined up, that technically wasn't written. No, it was conglomerated. It was like, conglomerated, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of like when I heard freestyles, now it's like, you conglomerates out there. <laughs> kind of like... Like, how many times did you come up with something to make this thing? Yeah, you know, it's like, you didn't think about it, but you... Like, back to words. Yeah. I started looking at everything different when I started understanding what words really mean. Like, for example, in our, in our court system, um, anybody that has a lawyer is a minor. I didn't know that. 
For a long time, I thought after I was 18, I'm no longer a minor. Yeah. No, but uh, Black Law Dictionary tell you you're an infant award of the state if your income is down to your affairs. So you yeah. need a major or a licensed practice yeah. <laughs> to do that for you. Little stuff like that. But but that's in a specific niche context. Exactly. And if you don't know exactly. that, then you don't know that. Exactly. <laughs> and, and it's crazy because... It, back to the layers and the variations. You were saying we, you can scribble and it comes to this many variations. You're right. There's a lot of people that can't even know that. But another layer already is in place that ignorance of the law is no excuse. Yeah. So, then you get penalized for what you don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like layers on top of layers on top of layers. I didn't know I could get in trouble for that. Like, you feel me? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's, man, it's really on some back to the biblics, I guess. <laughs> Study to show thyself approved, they say. I don't care if you're a welder. Show that you're the best welder. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if you're a, a great speaker. Okay, show that you can go speak. I don't care if you're a great football player. Okay, show that you can be Reggie White. I don't care if you're a great basketball player. Show you can be LeBron. But yeah. whatever you have to do, you have to study to show that self approved. You're not going to yeah. be able to show those things without you doing the work to show that you're capable of doing things. And I think that's what people miss sometimes. Like we can't really skip steps out here. <laughs> can't, <laughs> no. Can't really skip because, steps out because here, Because if, if I skip a step, you see it. It's literally not there. Right. right? And, and matter of fact, let me say, we can't choose to skip steps. Because if we do things in preparedness to go through step A, B, C, D, then the most high can skip you from LMLP to XYZ and give you a breakthrough early. Yeah. But when we have it in our plans... Then you got to do some work later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when we have it in our plans, though... To only start and then think we deserve this at A B at G and then skip and think we deserve K. Nah, I don't think I don't know how people think that's a good formula for anything that you want to plan towards. Yeah. That's what a plan itself is. <laughs> it's like it's crazy. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I I can't. If I skip steps, I have to repeat it so it looks intentional. I can't just be out here skipping one step and then. Ignoring it next time. Yeah. Like it, if if I'm gonna do that, it has to be intentional. It's gonna be there. Yeah. It's gonna. I, I be can't there. hide it. I can't fight it. I can't just be like, I don't know what happened. You know. It. No. Most definitely, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that one, my brother. I just got to do the thing, and if I don't do the thing, I got to have a good reason why I didn't do the thing. There you go. <laughs> it's not too much that I'm just free for all doing. Like right. you got to have a. It's a method behind the madness. <laughs> yeah. And to tie that back into other shit, like. The method behind the madness is something I've learned more yeah. lately than I than I understood then, yes. so to speak. Yes, sir. Because I feel like you got to live within your own madness for a while. Man, you got to, and yeah, no now, way around it. So I feel like like twenty one to twenty five was some madness, for real. I would agree. I would, yeah. For me and the way I lived my life, it was it was. Uh, it was some people would call it mania manic you know, you know lots exact, of other things that's the exact years you know that the madness started for me whoa you know you're right absolutely right well 18 so, you think you're grown 21 you actually know i'm grown grown like i can get in trouble with everybody else grown yeah <laughs> i'm that that grown yeah, i can't rent a car but i can go to jail fast and then 22 <laughs> was like okay well i got the responsibilities of Forget the trouble. A grown-up person. Yeah, I forget the trouble. I can do this. So 22 to 24 is kind of like, recklessly. Then that last year, 25, I was like, okay, let me try to be wise about this. 
<laughs> so, so yeah, like twenty one to twenty four was some shit, man. I was in college. I was living in a college area here in town, and I just like <laughs> I'd be Thursday through Sunday night. I would just take off walking until I found a party and just be like, ah, let, me turn, let me let me turn. And, and, not, yes. and, not, and not that I would just like go get shit faced drunk or whatever, but you know I would just go find something to do, and sometimes that something to do is pretty fucking ridiculous, man. But like we start with the method behind the madness, yeah, yeah. learn to love all of those in-betweens. Yeah, I don't know how many like just ridiculous things I saw walking around the fort between like 11 p.m. and 5 a.m. <laughs> Sometimes that make you think, though, when you look back at those 21 to 24 years, does that make you think that, okay, that was the phase of life where you were supposed to live in that kind of madness? Um... Probably, cause if I was okay. doing it now, it's it's wrong. Right, and I'm, and I'm glad you answered like that, cause if you said no, well, that was so, gonna set uh, so up. So like... when I was 25, my son was born. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I I became a father, uh, and change of that seriousness. that was some shit. Um, change of seriousness. It, it did, and um, I was scared to become a father. I was scared to be a father. I'm still kind of scared of being a father. <laughs> Like it's it's a trip, dude. I full disclosure right here, I've done a lot of psychedelics and being a father <laughs> is still the trippiest thing I've ever done. Like oh wow. One hundred percent. Oh I, wow. I say that statement wholeheartedly I with, like that statement, with no man. with no <laughs> inhibitions whatsoever. Like I, I mean that one hundred percent. Wow. And that's you said him being a father is the trippiest thing. Yeah, hmm. it really is. And uh, there, there's a lot of ways that somebody can say a statement like that. And, you know, like, oh, like it's that. crazy, you know, whatever. But, like, I know what psychedelia is. I've experienced <laughs> it. But when someone that looks just like me looks me in the face and says, hey, you, what are you doing? It's that a little different. A li- okay. It's a little you different. You know what? That's, dang, I never. See, uh, you, you get me. You get me. Uh, so being a dad is cool. It it still scares the shit out of me. My son is six. Uh, you know, I, I, being a dad more, is something more scary every but, year. But uh, that being said, being saddled with that responsibility helped me rein in other parts of me and my life. Not that uh, not that I was crazy or wild or you know some extreme example of but the person were, I actually you were was. Imbalanced. Yeah. This this helped me learn how to better uh, account for my energies, you know, because I could spend countless hours walking around. Emotion. Through, yeah, I, I like that. I like to think a lot about the energies that I have and the energies I'm willing to spend. Like, obviously, there are some things in my life that are going to get energy, whether yeah. I like it or not. And there are obviously things in my life that are going to get energy because they need it and I want to give it. Uh, and okay. then there's things outside of those two Is categories <laughs> that I am going to choose however much it gets <laughs> and nobody else can dictate that, you know, and there's a lot and there's a lot in that. But in those other two, there's like probably fucking 70 percent of my time. Exactly. Energy, exactly. Like, like those are the filibuster times, but it's a lot of time. But I, I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? I, I enjoy those categories I've set up for myself because they allow me to be me better. Yeah. You can choose to open this door yeah. of seriousness. Yeah. You can choose to open this door of playful. You can choose to open this door of love. <laughs> you can choose to yeah. open this door. Of- you know, I get to I get to pick and choose more of what I put my energy into, and that's been a really healthy thing to figure out for and, me. And that's the universal language: options. As humans, we love having options. Yeah. 
We love having options. Two doors is always better than one. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's it's been a thing that I've I've really come to grips with, uh, and it's definitely made me better. And learning about me has made me better. So these two things in concert have worked together as well. It was checkpoints that you definitely had to reach. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I look at it like the simulation game. (laughs) Okay. Cause we can't go, we can't go backwards, you know. Oh no! <laughs> so there's certain all. checkpoints. Really, every day is a checkpoint. You know what I'm saying? That you really can't relive. No. No. So when I think about it like that, every restart or every new day, as you say, as we would say. I don't. Uh, and then that's also why I try not to dwell on the what ifs because yesterday's done I can't control yesterday exactly. just like I can't control what's happening tomorrow in, in, in the sense of this conversation you know mm-hmm. like obviously I can get out of bed and do the shit I need to do tomorrow but like, <laughs> yeah yeah I see what you said but uh, the, <laughs> the things that are outside your control just outside your control say today is Wednesday <laughs> I don't care what the world says <laughs> it is Wednesday okay <laughs> No, I get it. It just happens to also be Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, man. Okay, I'm gonna take it. There's a there's a restroom right there on your right. You can hit that. Oh, oh friends and listeners, I swear if I had some kind of advertising for you, this is where it would happen. But I don't. So uh, I just need you to know that this potty break is sponsored by whatever he was drinking. Before he got to my house, I think it was Arizona tea. Was it Arizona tea? It was Arizona tea. Um, uh, that's that's an unofficial statement about being uh, sponsored by Arizona tea. But if Arizona tea did sponsor me, or want to sponsor me, they could. Um, I like Arizona tea. <laughs> um, the mucho mango is um, where it's at. As far as I'm concerned, I like it a lot. Um, so, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. It is what it is. You gonna drink Arizona tea, you gotta go pee. So, you know, this is a, this is a not sponsored, um, a not sponsored potty break in the KAAMP. And I actually haven't done the spiel yet for the KAAMP. So, Micah, I really appreciate you coming to sit down here. We really need to start this show. We're an hour and 29 minutes in. I haven't started this show. Um, <laughs> Everybody, welcome to the KAAMP. Uh, my name is Thomas Zachary. This is the Knoxville Area Artist uh, Networking Platform. And uh, we've just been talking for about 90 minutes and I haven't started the show. So here we go. If you want to listen, you're obviously listening right now and I appreciate it. Um, tell somebody about the podcast. If you're just like sitting at the bus stop or at the red light or all you into down or something, be like, hey, do you listen to the KAAMP? Because if you don't, you're really missing out about cool stuff with local area creatives. Most definitely. Um, yeah, just yell at strangers in public and tell them to listen <laughs> to my podcast. That'd be great. Um, if they don't have a phone, you should play it really loud in their car as you drive down the street so everybody can hear it. Um, you know, just shit like that. That's for This is this is this is the bonus episode, aka episode twenty six that may or may not get labeled episode twenty six. <laughs> um, Micah, I really appreciate your time. 
can you plug your socials since you haven't done that yet if you yes. want to um, I can plug my socials you can find me on all social media platforms Instagram Twitter and all that at sauce with the G literally it's spelled like sauce <laughs> S-A-U-C-E but it has a G instead of the S sauce is goss that's my last name that's my artistry name that's a play that I do upon that and I would love for you guys to come grab my attention and I say that that's not backwards yes you guys are grabbing my attention I'm for connectivity I love connectivity just as you all as humans do too so thank you for having me and um, yeah y'all go find me there I'll follow back <laughs> <laughs> um, dog uh, so, I normally ask, um, I, I, we covered most of the things that I normally try to cover. <laughs> so, I'm going to ask, um, who are some local people you really dig creatively? Okay. To keep to keep um, it local, who are some local people you're really into? If you have some. Unpopular opinion. Heard it here first, folks. <laughs> un, yeah, un, unpopular opinion. Um, I like Benji Three Eyes. Um, Benji Three Eyes is an artist from South Knoxville area, and uh, he honestly doesn't have a genre. So it's it's funny that he doesn't have a genre because, um, as we was talking about earlier in the podcast, I'm not a a great rule follower. You know? You're a go against the grainer. Yeah, I'm a go against the grainer. <laughs> As we can stamp that one right there. I like that. Go against the grainer. Um, Benji Three Eyes is probably the only person that I like locally, um, far as music and artistry wise. And the only reason why I say that I have to reference that I can't just throw that out there because there's a lot of people out here that I really like as people, you know. But in a creative artistry sense, I am. Um, I feel like branching out is the best way to learn. I feel like exploring is the best way to expand. I feel like um, that's where all of my my creativity still comes from. Yes, my core comes from home. But as I I journey amongst roam the earth, as you would say, um, outside things, other sources is what makes the uniqueness of me. So when I'm at home, I've... It's an insecure feeling, I guess you could say, that um, all, all artists want to stand out in their own way. Um, and it's hard for me to feel like I I stand out when I'm at home with other people who grew up where I was from, who make the same kind of art that I make, who understand the same kind of perspectives that I uh, understand who you know what I'm saying literally went to the same school yeah that you're, I you're around to. a lot of similar yeah, things it gives, it's one of those, it's, it's a thing that I don't mind but I can't ignore either yeah you know so like I pride myself on being different so when it comes to hometown artists and stuff it's like wow I would love for me to be the one that can change hometown artists into still being my friends and from the same place but from all of us being outside of home, if that makes sense. Like, I, I would like to work outward. Yeah. And um, that's something I'm really passionate about. And it's it's hard to express that sometimes. <laughs> it comes off as if, like, oh, well, you don't like home. No, home, I love, I'm forever indebted. Yeah, I'm forever always. indebted to A65, good old Rocky Top. And I'll, I'll always keep it with me. 
as I go too. But to answer that question, Benji Three Eyes, <laughs> I know you're out there. <laughs> <laughs> you got a couple of those tracks that just made me feel lucid, man. You got it. You keep on going, and everybody else too keep going because I like you referenced the question. And this interview is about me or whatever. But as a creative and artist, we know that. I hope people hearing this. I hope it does take them a little bit that um, other other people from your hometown is not supporting you because that's what it took for me to find that bigger picture. There's a whole world waiting out there to support you, you know. So as I was looking for people home, people that I'm used to, people that know me for other things yeah. to to support this new thing it wasn't adding up you know so i had a false sense of reality you know as to as to what life was supposed to be giving me back so yeah that that's all i would say i'm i'm really it's not many it's not it's not many that um give me that hometown inspiration in a in a, in a music sense but because of that that is why i want to change that i want to take all friendship and relationships outside of the business. You know, I say don't mix business and personal. Yeah. Um, I want to separate the business from the hometown, and I want to enjoy all the personals from the hometown, so that when I branch out, I can meet them in in a different sense. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like I see it before others see it. <laughs> you don't, you don't have to have the <clears throat> the context of these interactions be defined by. Demographic, yeah, 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 most definitely. And uh, I'm I'm working on it because a piece of me in the artistry. Sometimes I would like for um, someone who's came from my neck of the woods, you know, to like it feel good to teamwork against the world. Sometimes, yeah, even if in, in art, sometimes if it's just for a song, or if it's just for a snippet, or if it's just for a commercial jingle, or if it's just for you know that connect that congregation. Yeah, it, feel, it feels good to collaborate. Exactly, that collab, that collab feeling is 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 awesome. Awesome, but um, as a as, as individual, <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah, I'm working on it. All right, everybody. Um, this is the point where I tell you we're gonna end this podcast, and this is KWAMP. And thank y'all for listening. Uh, you can support Micah here by listening to his damn music, <laughs> and y'all better because uh, you're gonna stick around for the next. What, how long is that song? Oh, that song is about three minutes sharp for you. Oh, three minutes. three minutes. You're gonna hang out for the next three hey, minutes boy. and listen to this song. Uh, I'm gonna listen to it shortly myself because I haven't yet. Bad host, my bad. Um, <laughs> But y'all listen to this. I'm going to listen to it. Let's give this man some love. He was, uh, um, uh, what's the word, generous enough to send me the file last night, like, like midnight or some shit. <laughs> right. But Artistry things. I know, art, <laughs> doing art things. But, um, yeah, we're going to listen to this song. Hope y'all enjoy it. Find him on the social medias. Uh, buy my art. Listen to the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Tell people about the podcast. Like I said, go down the street yelling it out the car. Like, <laughs> um, tell the dudes at the bus stop. You know, all those things. So, thank y'all for listening. Micah, thank you for being here. Thank I you appreciate your me. time, energy, and willing to share space. Thank you so much. Uh, all right, y'all. Thank you very much. A wise man once said, failure is an opportunity to more intelligently begin again, my brother. I failed a million times. <laughs>
promise I did. Welcome to the restart. I mean, they took my mama, took my girl, took my freedom, what they do to me. To the old me, they really wrote the eulogy. You fooling me? Often get distracted by the red bone baboons I see. Mixed breed, black and white, the finest raccoons I see. Disappeared just like Houdini, Oleg Cassini. Pops keep that alive. I step no cap at Alpha Psi. They fake that state of new theta. I'm an alpha, not a beta. I'll conquer it over here and go to Vegas with the Raiders. I master perception. I'm at the surface, look backwards, whole time I'm moving forward, I know my direction, I think we lost the connection. Ain't no service in this basement, I'm moving and stepping, structuring Armageddon. Down below don't seem so bad when you used to sweating. I know my voice is a weapon, arches articulation, shorty participating. Voluntarily, I had to add, she ain't need persuasion, she down for all celebrations. Took her to Rio, she eating Griola, shorty Haitian. Repent for my sins, low, we fornicating on the side, these niggas hating. I picked them apart all damn day, it's like it's operation. We gon' play doctor patient, if this get to escalating, the ramp with my elevation. Can't stop me if you tried and they trying but they all fried My truth gon' bake a lot, may feel baker how I keep the confidence, the angel out In the outfit, why you on running so Think about Couldn't it. get stuck, I had to get gone Shoulders heavy, I told him throw another weight on The time is right now, said it was tough for me to wait long About to put myself on with one song Specifically, that's what you should she hate on half offense, defense, Oladipo Perfect balance, good and evil Watch the shooters, people lethal I'm a prophet, send me sheeple I ain't scared of that I'm here to free the people. They try and hit back. I'm trying to get equal, but they ain't comprehended. They just want the 16 with the big head. Here's Peyton Manning. Balls doing 25 to life. I spit the murder package. I'm her Kimbo Slice. I keep the big advantage. Prince in 93, the way the prophet's dancing. Holy moly, holy field of Vanda. I punch out the slander. Forget a 9 to 5. I use my propaganda. Touch the money. Swap a seat though on the bees. That's really how I touch the honeys. Just in case you wondering. Don't need the okay in your city. Boy, I've been thundering. Moses, how I Parted that sea, I'm deep coming in. What you mean, spoon fed? I was crumbing it. Boy, is you serious? Eddie Murphy, these dudes delirious. It's comedy, and obviously, I gotta be every obstacle stopping me. So, couldn't sit back, I had to get gone. Shoulders heavy, I told him, throw another weight on. The time is right now, it was tough for me to wait long. About to put myself on with one song, and that's some shit to hate on. Yeah, sauce, dogs, truth.